Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. This podcast is part of the Acast Creator Network. special guest this week, ladies and gentlemen, Barry White. He's really seductive. Yeah, well, um... What were you doing to yourself? I'd like to welcome everybody here to the deep morning. You look like a... Just the way the hair is now and the jacket. Doesn't he look like an ex-jockey? <laughs> what? Isn't there a bang of ex-jockey off you? Just with the kind of the... Like a whippet. Just the equine... <laughs> Maybe he's thinking no, of taking it up. I, a, a bang of an ex-jockey. Jockeys never, ever change their appearance, even when they retire, do they? They're always whippets. What happened to your voice? What happened to your voice? Gant. They always wear gant. <laughs> gant. G- I could never get into gant, even when I go down. Do you want to go downstairs in Brown Thomas and see if you pick out something Christmas time? Get me happy socks. Have a look at the gant shirts. How the fuck wears gant? Anyway, look, here's your health. Slaunch Cheers. Here I. My voice is croaky. I'm going to let you in on a little secret here, right? So I was working there. For a change, yeah. I was working there late last night. Uh, and as Tommy would say, I was gigging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tommy would say that he was gigging. He gigs all the time. What were you doing? I was gigging in in the Great Southern in Killarney. Oh yeah, four hundred and fifty of the biggest retailers in the country. Every centre, every. I heard there's new centres coming on board. It's the now. slug of that tea is incredible. Oh, Jesus. what are you doing having a pint and we're having tea? I offered you pints and you wouldn't have any. Four hundred and fifty retailers in one. And room. I have the and I have the breathalyzer thing here to test myself. Every after every mouthful. So hang on, man. I'm after taking three mouthfuls there. It take a bit longer than that you to get into your system. Well, let me just see. Only after swallowing it. Yeah, let me see. It's like a vape. It's like a fucking a key vape. Ring. What's it called? Cherry blossom. Hang on now. Ready? Blow for five seconds. <gasps> one, two, three. three. Four, he can't five. even breathe. He can't even breathe for five seconds. I'm, I'm, I'm after You're over the limit. What's wrong no. with you? Oh, now I have zero point zero two percent alcohol in my system. Or no, I'm, I'm good. Tell me why I'm can good, you not I'm good breathe for a period of five seconds? That's worrying. No, I think you mean exhale. Breathe out. No, breathe Whatever, out. Yeah, yeah. Breathe. Ready? Of course I can. Ready? What's that other thing? Okay, we, do it now. Hang why don't we all do it? Why don't we all breathe Let's for five seconds? Right, here we go. Breathe what? in or breathe out? In or out? In, no, in, and then so you can blow out the longest. Okay. Ready? Okay. Breathe in first. Hang on. 
Who's going to do it? Wait, counting? I'm not ready yet. We're all going to blow at the same time. Did you see the but little... how are we going to get counted? Who's we're already? all going to count. In see who lasts the longest. Did you see the little Wim Hof nostrils on Tiernan over here? Yeah, yeah. Do you practiced. remember when he went to his breeding yeah. thing before he goes on stage? Yeah, that didn't last long. Yeah, it lasted about a week, like most things. Right. Here we go. Months it lasted. It, it didn't did my arse, Tommy. Okay, Fucking phase. Fill up the phases. Okay, here we go. Just whistling the two of you. I'm done. <laughs> what the fuck? No. No, hang on a second. <laughs> no. What was going on there? Uh, I'm impressed. It's blown out. Yeah, that's because you spent years with your technique, Tommy. Sorry, three minutes ago I wasn't able to fucking. Yeah, but for you five spent seconds. months at that, and now I'm the legend. So, yeah. <laughs> I don't know about the legend. So um, anyway, you were in Musgraves. I was in Musgraves, Mus- uh, Centra, and it was the A to Z of Centra heads, and I was on stage, and it was good. What crack. did you do for them? I hosted an evening. Uh, they have a conference. Did you crowbar somewhere into the performance that you've? You have a travel no, they show. All know, <laughs> they all know, Tommy, what I do for a living. And uh, that's why that's I why go back every year. Tommy, it's no more than you in Vicar Street. Repeat business. Uh, I've been going down there a long, long time and have a good crack. And if I told you what I did, you wouldn't believe it. Okay. Well, I've seen you work. I know you're brilliant at it. Uh, I try and make... You're the best try, in your price I, range. I, <laughs> I try and do things differently. So what we did was we decided to... First of all, I gave away a load of All-Ireland final tickets. Hurling. It's just in my pocket. It's lovely walking into a crowd and you have tickets for the now, other. Now who would have the, them? Should there are sponsors? The ch- Centre massive sponsors. And oh, Super Porky Vibes. Centre. Porky Centre. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it's not Porky Centre. It's uh, par- uh, Super Value Porky Queeve. Did they keep oh. the qu- Porky Queeve? Well, they're gonna have, there was what? There but was what? Actually... Joe Duffy got the whole show out of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. How bad is it? Super Value Porky Queeve. Um, I don't know what they're going to call it. Centre Park. Centra Park. Centra Park's in Longford. Centra Park. <laughs> anyway, come on. So, what so anyway, I gave away tickets. Anyway, oh no, the, later on, the main thing was uh, I decided to pick four people randomly from the crowd, complete randomers, uh, volunteers to come up on stage. So we turned the night into the Alley Pally. We had the music, the darts, we had the dartboard, we had six cameras and a hundred foot screen up there on the street. So we had fake bellies on them, oversized dart shirts. They came in with a handheld camera through the crowd and the crowd had all these paddle going, I'm supposed to be working. I shouldn't be here. All this sort of crack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All those. And, ba- and as they came through with their, their music up onto stage to play the darts and the, it was just fucking very, very And funny. you were the engine that kept the whole thing going. Yes. That's, that that's was great crack. How yes. long did it take? Were you destroyed at the end of it? Uh, it wasn't too bad. Off stage at half 11. But I know how you feel when you come off stage like when you're after just giving it socks. But there's no better. And then you're sitting on the end of a bed in your pants <laughs> drinking porter on your own. With, with your breathalyzer. And there was a band in, there was a band in from London called the Function Band, right? And there was a couple of dudes in this. There was a DJ, a couple of dudes, a saxophone player, this girl who looked like Jessica Rabbit. Oh my word. She looked like the Cadbury's Caramel ad. And wow. she was the lead singer. And they were, they go down into the crowd and they do Nelly and they do 
they do all these cool hip hop. The so, elephant. Yeah, all these cool. So they're very good night. So anyway, pack the trunks and say goodbye to the sir. And her in a full ball. Go, it's getting hot in here. So t- and then they did a oh. load. Of, they did a load. You of can it. do it. Put your back into it. Killing me softly <laughs> and oh. all that. So anyway, finger me roughly. I went up to the finger. roof. Finger me softly with his hands. <laughs> anyway, go on. I was, on a, I was on a hen this weekend and the main theme of the whole hen was uh, there was a lot of talk about fingering, actually. Oh, oh, that's disgusting. Yeah. Jesus. One one girl has signed up to this trial and they specifically told her she wasn't allowed to be fingered for two weeks. <laughs> I said there's absolutely no way a medical person said you couldn't get fingered. She said, I can't have sex, I can't have sex toys, or I can't be fingered. I was like, can they put their toes in there? What is she signing up for? She's signing up for some medical, or some disgusting medical trial about some sort of vagina fucking thing. It was disgusting. It's really disgusting. And she told us. Does she have an issue? No. Or does she, is it like reproductive? No, it's it's not reproductive. It's more, it's all, it's like, it's... Health? It's kind of like a version of thrush, but not thrush. Why did you have to? Just, yeah. Just when we're having a bit of crack. No, it gets it. interesting now. This oh, is good. Here, here so, we go. Dr. Quinn, medicine woman over here. <laughs> it's all ears. And so, yes, and so thrush, she it's has an, It's to an awful have, affliction. It's really, I'm not getting into the ins and outs of it. That was even disgusting. But it was, um, it was, there's a lot of testing. Let's say. Oh yeah. And one of the things were when candida is that thrush? Yeah, candida would be the fungus that grows in thrush. <laughs> so what they're going to do? She's if she has this particular ailment which they're testing her for. You don't sorry, know you have it. Just introduce one more time. That would be a great name for Ireland's entrance to the Eurovision next year. Candida. Candida. <laughs> candida Hederman. <laughs> And now from Ireland, Candida. And she comes out. Da, 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 da. She's sponsored by Florex. So it does. She does <laughs> the tonic drink. Ireland, du point. Candida. So if she has this particular ailment, which women may have and it goes undiagnosed, mm-hmm. um, she will get a transplant of someone's healthy. Oh, vagina bacteria or something. Dishes, yeah, wow. bacteria. They will wow. insert it in, and then she can't be fingered. And she's suffering wits. from thrush all the time. No, she doesn't have thrush. This isn't thrush. It's no, a different. Affliction. It's a different affliction. I escaped. At least you're having a I point. exited stage left, and there's a few people. Hector, can I get a photo? I got a photo here two years ago. With you can I get it? So, and I exit stage left, and I love escaping. I love nothing better than leaving a function and disappearing up. The, so I went up to the room, and, and then I made a quick decision. And I think you'd be proud of this decision. I said, I am not going to fucking stay here and get up at six in the morning. So what I did was I packed the bags. Oh. And I drove through the night. Good man. And the, oh, so, the, I'd say the adrenaline got you as far as Limerick. And then it got hard. I got out and there was a bit of frost on the car, in the car park at about a quarter to twelve last night in Killarney. In Killarney, bye. And then I said, right. It's still zero degrees. Take my time. So out we go and away we went on the road. I rang Clive, who was just getting into bed at about 20 to, about 20 to 12, a quarter to 12. I said, Clive, I said, Clive, are you in the lava? <laughs> and he goes, hiya, Hector. I said, I said, what are you doing? He says, I'm just watching a bit of Sky Sports on the mobile. I says, lovely, Clive, 20 to 12. Will you stay with me now for the next two hours and 57 minutes as I go to Galway? He goes, what? I said, I'm driving to Galway. I need somebody to talk to. So Clive got me to about 
far side of Farron 4, maybe a little bit more, and he was getting tired. So what I were you talking about? Just everything. The neighbours and the football. The neighbours and football and golf and Tiger Woods and oh, everything. Yeah. And then I went, I better leave you now. You're no more used to me. And why so, could you not... Uh, like with the adrenaline, I like talking. Would the adrenaline of the gig not have... It's quieting me. Would it not, not, would it not be like... I often get into the car after the gig and I'd be singing for an hour. I put on stuff on the on the radio I'd sing I had that option I just felt like somebody being with me on the road okay, because right. there was nobody on the roads last night yeah. they're sweeping bends and it's course, big yeah. and it's but it was the right time to leave Newcastle and up over Nakdagoshal and down you go and so then I rang no another, coffee or no I had a banana I had a, I, I, I had, I had a, a banana and I had uh, Andy, water. Andy Murray here. And I had a Kit Kat. I'm sure Musgraves I had a Kit Kat and I had a lovely little Musgraves bag in the bag. A little goodie bag. And I was able to get, there was a goodie bag at the end of the bed. <laughs> I put my hand in the bag and there was about six little bags of Happy Pear stuff. Because the Happy Pear involved in them. And I, I was eating that. And then I said, I'll ring another man who I know is a nocturnal animal. And if I told you this story, I've never met this man in my life. Mm. I don't know what he looks like. And I only speak to him on the phone. And I only befriended him through the horse racing. Was it the Nagmaster? Not no. the Nagmaster. It's another Nagmaster. But I've never met this man and I've been speaking to him on the phone for four years. He's a young lad. He's nearly 30 years of age. And he's the greatest encyclopedia on horse racing that I know. Okay. And he's a nocturnal animal. But his range and knowledge of horse racing is outstanding. And with the Dublin Racing Festival coming up next weekend and Cheltenham on the horizon, I rang my mate. At what time? A quarter to twelve, and I finished with him just past court. He got me, we did about an hour and forty. And what was he doing up at that hour? He just lies there studying horses. Studying, studying. Is he a gambler? He's, no, he's a tipster. He's a small, t- no, he doesn't gamble that much. He gives his information free out on the internet. And how does he earn a living? He doesn't earn a living, he's a farmer. He's a slurry contractor. He's a young lad who contracts in a farm in the south of the country. And he's known as Irish National Hunt Tips. And I befriended him about four years ago on Twitter because I said, your tips are outstanding. He's brilliant for Cheltenham for big prices. And I've never met this guy before. We got friendly on the phone and I rang him again. And there he was. And I said, I'm on the road. Will you stay with me for a while? And he says, well, I'll tell you now. I said, how was racing today? Well, I'll tell you now, if you look at the two mile more four feet maiden, I didn't think that horse, he just goes into it and his knowledge of everything, the way he looks at racing. So we spoke for nearly an hour and a half. How come he doesn't gamble? He gambles. He's a small-time gambler oh, right. because he doesn't have the money to gamble. Right. He's a, he, 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 he works as a... That's con- always a good sign for a tipster. <laughs> <laughs> he, of course he'd have a punt, He's Tommy. He's making a fortune of it. There's levels of gambling. There's big yes. punters. There's big punters who like gambling. There's middle punters and then there's the smaller punters. This lad likes... He's five or 6,000 followers on Twitter. Okay. He's a small Irish national hunt tips. He's from the south of the country and his knowledge is unbelievable. And you were, just ta- you were talking... Horses and tracks. And we've been t- and just wow. Cheltenham and what he thinks and Willie Mullins and this and it's just I just let him talk. So he brought me the whole way through. And was he was he just sitting at home? He was lying at home, yeah, in his bedroom. He's he's got the TV on and he has his mobile open and the computer open and he's doing up his tips for the next day and the next day. But he's looking at the Dublin Racing Festival. He's always looking for value at Cheltenham. He's a very shrewd st- statistician and form and. Uh, Wow. And I, he got me all the way and, he, and then about when I got tired and he went I better go to sleep here now and he's a lovely lilt of a Cork accent. He's from back in the mountains in Cantork and I've never met this guy. Never met him in my life but I speak to him religiously a couple of times a week for the last four years. That's incredible. And 
He's. Would you know him if you saw him? I don't know what he looks like. I don't know what he looks like, which is the beautiful thing. And he's there. We'll have to meet at the race course Sunday. He speaks like he's 65 years of age. Yeah. He's a young Did lad. you ever think of doing Liveline? The unbiblical gore. Did you? You should, like Joe my, should fall, My you own should version of Liveline. Yeah, yeah. Like, Joe's all for, you know, trauma and... Uh, <laughs> How bad? How, how bad? How bad was that? I'd, I'd be positivity. Yeah, Joe, I am so happy. <laughs> Joe, I went into the library the other day in Longford, and there were so many people from all over the world. I'm just so happy that they're there, Joe. <laughs> uh, wow, yeah. what a great! And, and his name is on. If you want to follow him, he's a genius. Irish National Hunt tips. He started organically with ten followers. Now he's hit five thousand. He's a very, very good guy. He doesn't. He, nobody pays for his tips. Nobody does anything. And when I spotted him a couple of years ago, he'd done a blog for Cheltenham of sixty pages and he puts it up for free and he goes race number one supreme national uh, supreme novices hurdle and he'd have a 10 page dossier like a CIA dossier on each of the horses he's a very talented tipster yeah so that he got me all the way up so So there we go all I was going to do is um, you know I have a UK tour in April right and I was going to go through the places that I'm playing in yes and tell me what you think of them and what you know about them okay Okay. Okay. So the first place I'm playing is Cardiff. Don't know anything about it. No, really. It, no, it pretty good. Yeah. Do you? One of my best mates is living there. Phil. He's runs. Oh, like, Phil. Phil tickets. Phil tickets. Like, Phil Live Nation. He runs the Cardiff International Arena. He's from yeah. Kildare, uh, and he's living in Newport, just outside the city. Yeah. Great city. I was Do you on, think so? I always found it was something kind of. I've never got Wales. No, me neither. Do you know what I mean? I I know that there's uh, there's, there's something dark and. Underlying in Wales, that's really that's your vibe. A hundred and ten percent. Like I'll, a, I'll tell you, like a trauma. Yeah, I'll tell you about it later, but not on the podcast. Oh, can you give us a hint? No. How bad is? How do you mean? A dark, I can't tell you. That sounds like. Why a, bring it up then? It's like I'll a tell you later. Drama. Just remind me. There's a dark underlying. There's thing something in the not valley. right with. There's something just amiss with Wales. There's no. really odd things happen there. It's, do you mean like the way you would drive past the psychiatric hospital in Banlaslow and just get an uneasy feeling? You're talking about the whole country is like that. Yeah, I think so. Or but I've, it's not somewhere I would want to or I would frequent very often. And did, did something happen happen there? Well, move on. Where's the next place? What the fuck are you what? like? This sounds like a bloody BBC One drama. No, it doesn't. You're did making something happen in the valleys? No, you're making it dramatic. What's the next one? No, village? hang on. Did it happen to you or no, to someone you know? I can't talk about it. Go on. I'm not prepared. Well, I'm sorry for bringing it up. Yeah, well, you're fine. <laughs> Go so, on. The so next one. The first time I ever got to Wales was when we went over in the Red Mirror Fiori and we were going to London and all of us in the back of it, Mickey and Trina in the front and we got the ferry over from Rosslare to Fishguard. Oh, yeah. And that was my first time in Wales. And Wait, then, out now, hang on, from Navan to Rosslare? Yes. Yeah, what the fuck is wrong with Navan to Rosslare, Tommy. Going to Belfast. Why would we be going to Hollyhead? We're going down to Rosslare to oh, yeah. Fishpoint. Fishguard, it was called. Fish. Fishguards. Yeah, what, what the fuck is wrong with it? You took take that up with my father. He was in charge. What do you think I was going to do in the back of the car to get a dad, slap? He said, Dad, Dad, this makes no sense. Dad, why are we going via Hollyhead? Shut up, you, you fool. Get it? So we, it's a much shorter drive. I always remember Landudno. Landudno. Oh, yeah. And then, I don't know Wales that well, but I know Cardiff. I have Cardiff. a friend in Landudno. Landudno. And there's loads of L's in it. Yeah, Wales. Yeah, she lives what there. What happened to you in, why is Wales, what happened to you in Wales? Nothing. Go on. Sounds. I have all, my feeling about Wales has always been that it's. Um, I, you see, you know they have a great sense of pride because you hear them singing at the rugby, yes. and you know that there's a kind of a passionate n- nation 
there somewhere. But to me, the places I've been in Wales, I've never felt that. It always feels like a kind of shit England. And, <laughs> and, 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 England. And England is shit. I was like, going to say, like, Jesus, do you mean it always, yeah. Whereas you, you come to Dublin and there's no doubt you're in Ireland. And you're, it's no doubting that it's somewhere different and it's not <clears> any other, it's not a, a city in the UK. It has its own national flavour. Mm. But the places I've been in Wales, I don't get that. I don't get Swansea. That. I don't get that sense of fucking, we are different. You get it in Scotland. Yeah, you definitely get it in Scotland. You, you get it in the north. Yeah. But you don't fucking get it in Wales. Yeah, but I fly. Why is that? I don't, I don't know. I've been over there in a style. Who's, who's the fucking the left left footed player from Wales? Not Bale, the other lad. Giggsy. No. Giggsy. Aaron. Aaron Ramsey. Ramsey scored that volley for the Italian team a couple yeah, of years ago. Yeah. Look, it's, a lot, it's all a bit fucking Ramsey. It's kind of clean cut and like fucking wannabe. There is nothing better than a full house in the stadium in Cardiff and they're all singing. They are yes. passionate. They're fantastic. It would bring you to tears. Yes, it would. Yes. The language is on a bit of a buzz over there as well. Totally. Uh, S4, whatever the Welsh channel is. Yes. I was on the, quest, the Welsh question of sport once. Which I won the blondie one who does all the BBC grandstand, the good looking girl. Sue What's Parker. It? No. Gabby Yorath. Gabby Yorath. Oh, Gary Lineker, BBC personality here about 15 years ago, myself and Pauline McLean were invited over to do um, um, a question of sport in Wales. In Welsh. In Wales. And we were the foreign speaking guests. Isn't that interesting? Through the foreign know. speaking guests. Did we you were, speak in Irish? We spoke in English and then I was allowed to speak a bit of Irish and they translated. But Paulie McGlynn was with me and Gabby Yorath and it was good crack. And one of the guys that's on the one show or one of those things now, it was all right. I don't know why we did it. Never asked back. Never asked back. <laughs> I don't What's think on? the show lasted too long. But um, So that's, that's where the tour starts. Right, Cardiff. so move on. Cardiff. And then the following night I'm in Bath. Oh, oh. No, there you go. Now, Bath is a fine place, isn't it? That, that's because the Romans <coughs> were in it. You're saying it's a fine place because of the architecture, because we think we know Cambridge and Oxford and Bath. Bath is nice. Plenty of dosh in Bath. Bath is, Bath is the dorky of that area. What's the, is, do you fly to Bath to go to Rugby in Bristol or something? Oh, you fly to Bristol, Bristol and to go to Bath. Bristol to go to Bath. Oh, yeah. that's Bristol the, Airport. Oh, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> My memory of Bath is just the, the big kind of aqueducty thing yes. as you're coming in on the train. Yes. And it's a it's a spa town. Yes. Which we, we used to call Kells. Yes. Uh, it's a spa town. <laughs> we had loads of spa towns in Ireland. We had yes. five or six. Lister and Varen is a spa town. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we have them, but we don't that's encourage right. more spa towns. We've lost that. Okay. Yes. No harm. Moving and then, to, then dig this down for a trip. Then the following night, I'm in Glasgow. Ooh. Well, that's awful spread out, isn't it? That's, that's touring, baby. How so that's that's touring? That's like hours away from Bath. Passengers for the 575 to Glasgow, a lot of good platforms. Morning train. 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 He'll what? be on the train. Or I might have a tour bus. No, you won't, Tom. Might have a tour bus. Will I get a tour bus? Like with be, lights on his own in the back and a driver called Fred. It'd take about two days to get from Bath to really? Glasgow. Bath to Glasgow is about five hours, Tommy. Yeah, no More. problem. And then I'm in Edinburgh, which is fine. Uh, South End. South Don't End one on thing about it. Yeah. Where the fuck is it's South like End? It's like a Brighton down by the coast and in the middle, right along That's the south where I, coast. Remember, remember I found the massive dildo? Is that where uh, you found it? Yeah, I remember. He's staying in the same room. <laughs> We were remember? on the podcast and you had yeah, a big yeah. black dildo. Big, it wasn't black, it was, it was creamy coloured. Creamy mambo. Oh, it was creamy. What did you do with it? 
That is that. Now, no more than you and the trauma of that. No, no. Ways, what did you do with none it? None of your business. He confiscated. There's a the sweet spot thing. between the scrotum and the anus called the perineum that a little buzz just See, sets you rightly. Tricky enough there because if you left it behind you and the cleaners hadn't found it, when when they would have then thought that it was Tommy Tiernan's dildo. I gave it. I so the girls gave are, it to the cleaners. The cleaners were outside the room while I was checking out. Now, for those who don't remember, I found this. It was like a foot long. It's like a subway dildo. <laughs> it, was it, was the it was thick and tumescent. Yes. And it had for three different speeds. And um, you tried oh, it, it was under the bed or was it in the No, drawer? it was in the wardrobe. Oh, Christ. Yeah. Um, and so there was uh, three or four women who were doing... Now, the thing about these women was they weren't, a lot of the time in Ireland, be women from other countries. Yes. But these were three South End three or four end girls in their early 20s and here I am in me early 50s coming out of a room and I didn't want them to think it was me yeah but sure they, mean, so they wouldn't know me anyway so I said I'm after finding a dildo you do look like a lad that would have a dildo in the room the head of you <laughs> you fucking what, did, you did, what do you think the, do, the boots he had to tell me he had those little <laughs> what are they you're wearing on. what these are me Triumph motorcycle uh, boots aren't they nice Boots. They were made for motorcycle walk remnants. Walk in wardrobe were they? here. What? Walk in boot wardrobe. Are they nice though? Not really. They are, yeah. <laughs> they are, these, these are Delamitri. They <laughs> look like shoes that have uh, an extra piece Status of quo, leather on top. <laughs> Status quo. Whatever <laughs> you want. No, 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 no. So you said to the cleaner. So I said to the, cle- I said to the ladies, um, I'm out finding a dildo in the room, thinking that they'd be embarrassed. But just the way English... English people don't get embarrassed English by women that sort are of stuff. Just like if you... If you they lit up. So what was their accent like You're in right South End? I think it was kind of like, I said, excuse me, uh, I'm out to find a big dildo in the room. And the prettiest one said, oh, happy Monday. <laughs> Give us a look at it. So I, I gave it to her then. Yeah. Anyway. So anyway, that's South End, right? And then so I'm she, in... So they definitely knew it was yours then. I found it. Northampton. Northampton. Another rugby town. <laughs> rugby town, rugby town yeah. doing very well in the, in, the, in, the Premier, in the Gallagher Premier League. Yeah. A couple of nights in Brighton. Grand. Yeah, nice. Brighton's grand, the big Taj Mahal. Yeah, yeah. Brighton, little windy streets. Brighton Brighton's is nice. buzzing. Brighton is a mixture of Galway meets San Francisco yes. meets mods meets hippies meets little side streets. Brighton's good. And isn't Brighton the, cap- the gay capital of... of um... Brighton is the saloon. Hang on, hang on. Where's the place in Spain? Will just, saloon. We just let the fucking yeah. dildo thing go. Yeah, well, you maybe bring it with you. The okay, next the night after Brighton, I'm in Newcastle. Oh, hey. man, my cousins are all up there. Tommy, That's I'll ask you a favour there. Newcastle's uh, because Alex Murphy, the young lad, was over in the house oh, the other yeah. night. What, 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 what? He was out playing pool, yeah. What? He came well, tell us about that. So Alex Murphy, young lad from Curandulla, uh, from Carb Celtic. Carb Shamrock's a sign for, and he's made his debut. He's on the subs bench. He's on the bench. Yeah. He's Champions League, everything. So he was in the house the other night. He was and? over for a few days. He's in great form. And the boys are going over to him. And everyone's buying Newcastle jerseys around the area. Oh, but class. just to hear the boys out having a bit of crack. Uh, and it was funny because years ago when I did the Hang with Hector, Shea given. Shea, every episode. Shea, every episode. Alan Shearer gave me the boots. You've seen my boots, the Shearer boots. They're on the wall in the, in the no. thing. You do tell me when you used to come out and play pool. Shearer gave me his boots for the Hang with Hector. And then we, we were slagging Alex going, Alex, would you at some stage... 
give us a pair of boots. Yeah, so yeah, we yeah. Could, and the, it was great crack. What so was he like? Was he... He's cool as a breeze. He's living with young Rob Heffernan's son who signed from Inter Milan to, and the two boys have got an apartment now. Uh, going really well. Alex is on the subs bench every Premiership game now. FA Cup, Champions League on the bench. Made his debut against Chelsea but he's in the house. Was and he talking about how tough it was? Or He's, he's loving is it. Is he ultra professional? He's absolutely loving it. He just can't wait for his chance. Is but he, he serious for now? They won't let him out on loan at the moment. Eddie loves him that much that he's not going on loan. Cool. He's, he's with the first... Is he a tall boy? Tall, six foot two, relaxed, cool, cultured. He's just waiting his chance. He's the strong. Trippier is about to go to Bayern Munich. Okay. Which will free up the backs. So he's just waiting for his chance. He's frustrated that he's not getting more time. Imagine being frustrated at 19 years of age and you're a full-time pro with Newcastle from the west of Ireland. Incredible wow. Was he that much better than everybody else when he Absolutely. was a kid? Absolutely. When he was a kid, he just stood out. Just made space. Chest it down, left foot, ping for does it? Ah, it's just. But there he was Gifted, out. The, wow. There he was out the back with all his. Uh, and Rena's coming in, goes. Alex is out the back. I said, Alex, Alex Murphy. He's back for a few days. So I just went. Alex, what story? Hector, all right. It's like there's. And they've drafted Brooklyn Holiday to Portugal, and all the boys are going, and Alex is going, and he's a Premier League footballer with the boys. <laughs> oh, so anyway, you're going. That beautiful. If I'm going to say it to him with, yeah. with young Cahill Heffernan. There's a couple yes. of Irish lads there. Yeah. Let's get them in to see you in Newcastle. On the guest list. Um, Excuse me? <laughs> Tommy's reaction. <laughs> Excuse me? Uh, Tommy thought you were going to get him to go and see Newcastle play. Look, look. <laughs> Tommy? Tommy? Uh, um, what sort of a club are you playing? The, the, how many seats? <laughs> it's, only a two, it's only a five-seater. Yeah, it's a bus. No, no, I'm playing the, um, where am I playing? The Tyne Theatre and Opera House. Okay, yeah. Tommy, we'll get totally. Totally. Yeah, totally. Meet a few totally. of the lads after Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. Like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash people today. They'd love to meet you. Then I'm down to Manchester. Oh, oh cool. For fuck's sake. The Opera House in Manchester. Oh, for God's sake. Tommy, these venues, Manchester's always good. These venues are, are getting a little bit bigger as we go along, are they? Uh, they're b- bigger than what we've been played five or six years and ago. How many will be in the Opera House? Mm, I'll tell you now. Not that many. A couple of hundred? Uh, Manchester would be full of Irish. Maybe a thousand or something, like 1,200. Excellent. Um, 
The night after the opera house. The Liverpool. night after the opera house. No, it's Luke Little. It's the Alley Pally. Yes. <laughs> Luke Little. Out to the frying pan into the fire. Uh, so two nights then in the Alley Pally. That'll be good. I cannot yeah. believe that they just, as you say, they turn it into different sizes. No, see, there's um, different rooms. So the story, the story about the Alley Pally was very smart. So it was built like it was built to be uh, the People's Palace. So it was kind of like the royal family had their place and they wanted to build something for the public. Right. This, this is my, my awareness of it now. So they built this it's on the outskirts of North London. Like it's a good, it's a, away from the city. Like it's, it's not in the centre of things. It's a bit of a slight pain in the hole to get to. Um, and uh, so it's beautiful and massive and it's like it's a colossal with loads of different types of rooms in it. And during the Second World War, the government of England gathered all the Germans in London and held them prisoner in the Alley Pally because they knew then that the Germans wouldn't bomb it. Yeah, smart. Well, wasn't that smart? And there smart. were already enough Germans in Buckingham Palace anyway. Yeah. So, <laughs> no. But wasn't that smart? Yeah. Very smart. Yes. So where I'll be playing now is where the darts and the snooker are on is I, I think there's an ice hockey rink there. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where they have the massive things. So I'll be playing in a room to the side of that, about 900 Sees but it's beautiful. Supposed to be really beautiful. Cool. It's it's up on a hill, isn't it? Yeah, and yeah. You can see it from a distance. You walk up these massive steps. Yeah. Wow, Tommy, that's incredible. It's gorgeous. So the alley pally for two nights. The alley yeah. pally, and then and, and Luke Little and the boys, and then St Albans. Mm, oh, don't know much about it. Yeah. What happens in St Albans? People live there. There's, There's a, a lot of swinging there. in there as well. A lot of swingers around there, Tommy. But what why do you know this? I've watched some documentaries. Were you fingered in Wales? Is that, <laughs> is, that what, is, that, is that what you're trying to crowbar? You will have a great time. How do you know the swingers and stuff? Because I've watched documentaries about swinging, swinging clubs. In, uh, St Albans is where it happens. St Albans. There's a beautiful park there. Yeah, yeah well, there you go. Not okay, swinging, the swings in the park. Then one of our favourite snooker venues. Oh, you're going to the Crucible? No, the Hexagon in Reading. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> The Hexagon in Reading. We used to watch snooker tournaments from there, didn't we? The Hexagon. Really? Do they yeah. still do? Sounds like, yeah, any place is called Hexagons, Crucibles, Octagons. Then I'm in Cheltenham. Oh, now go on. Now, when are you? when is the horse racing on? That's in March. March. Oh, I'm just after that. What day? Cheltenham. Uh, the 21st I'm in Cheltenham. Then Cheltenham. Good good town. It's almost posh. Posh. Mm, old yeah. English yeah. wet. Range Rovers. Yes. Wax jackets. Not, not a fierce amount of crack. No. And a load of DB9s and Aston yes. Martins and loads of big and houses. And Savile's estate agents. Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and yeah. loads of massive Georgian houses. Yeah, fuck yeah. off. Yeah, I'll fuck cancel it. I'm going to fucking cancel that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come Here's on. You cunts. And then you walk down the main street and it's just boots chemists oh, and awful. pawn shops and WH Smiths yeah, yeah. fuck off Jetland <laughs> bastards and then Exeter horses oh, good yeah, rugby team Exeter, Exeter Giants yeah. oh really or is Ex- it the horses there horse Exeter, Exeter yeah. race course yeah. and Exeter is at the edge of Dartmoor I thought you were going to say the edge and of Dartmoor Dartmoor is England's Connemara oh right Dartmoor is this expanse of wild untamable countryside you're going to get it's some the, time out there it's the edge of the kingdom Exeter is the edge yes of this other kingdom when we think of England we think of it's a lot of it is kind of shit and born but parts of it are independent Cornwall is half independent yeah you know um, and Exeter is the frontier town to this huge fucking peninsula of mad 
cider, hippie, bog storytelling. Cool. The weird, beautiful English. The last English. kingdom. The weird, beautiful English who would have never invaded anywhere if it was up to them. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Okay, Just yeah. fucking beautiful. Then Birmingham. Lovely. Birmingham. Birmingham. Don't be, know. Have be never been, have been never Bristol, been Liverpool, Leeds, Leeds, London. That's the tour. Jesus, Tom. So back to London to finish. Back to London to the Hammersmith Apollo, which I did um, last year or the year before. It's almost too big a room. It's almost too big. Uh, it felt like there was... <clears throat> There's about three or four thousand at the show and it felt like there was four or five different audiences mm. and it was hard to get them all focused Singing. at the same time. Do you know what I mean? You'd be doing something and you'd notice that the, there's a little bit of a kerfuffle over on my extreme right and then you'd throw your attention over there and you'd kind of get them back and then you'd notice way up in the things oh it's a bit of a kind of it's a tough room to play okay. now the weird thing about it is that a lot of comics play there and it's where they film that um, live with the Apollo like oh yeah yeah um, and it, it when you're watching it on the telly it looks like a fine room for stand up but I just found it a little bit it's so fucking vast mm. do you know what I mean it's almost yeah yeah uh, which the Hammersmith? What is it? Odeon Hammersmith? What Apollo. Apollo? Apollo? Yeah, yeah. So is that so? That's the classic rock gig venue as well. Is that the venue? The, yeah, it would yeah. be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's like a gaiety but bigger. Ma- about four thousand. Yes, three or four thousand. Yeah. Wow. Ah, oh, that's exciting. So that's the tour. Yeah. So let's try and come up with a name for this episode ourselves right here right now okay but you've already come up with one I've come up with one but I don't think it's any good go on then so are you ready mm. Clegg and Markle no? that is good Clegg and Markle yeah yeah, yeah. Megan Markle. Angela Merkel Clegg and Markle no Angela Merkel Clegg and Markle that's not as good as Megan Markle he's, yeah he's I know talking. but I'm trying to mix it in there what about this Think of a famous person then try and get it. No, we had it. Dawn French Park. I that was the worst name ever. I picked that. I knew it. I fucking Why knew did, it. No, can I ask, why does he always get to pick the name? Because I'm better at the names than you are. You're sound and I'm good at names. <laughs> There's fucking... There's I, I, I come up with Bruff Shields and Trim Kardashian and Ennis Rodman. I come up with them. You did. Uh, Kanye or did Westport somebody come up with them? Kanye? Kanye Westport. Have we used that yet? I think we have. Have we? I don't but, think so. But, so Let's go with so, that one. So, but Kanye West. Kanye West. But I think we've used it. But there's, but there's, there's listeners out there, sound listeners, who are sending in hundreds of fucking. I haven't read any of them. That's a fucking. Well, yeah, right. Them on You're phone. probably reading them and then pretending you didn't read them and then using them. <clears throat> That's slow. Okay, Probably. let's pick it. What is it, Megan? I no, I think the other one you said is good. Kanye Westport. Yeah, yeah. It's a bit shit, but it's <laughs> it'll do for now. See, you can't let it go. And the final question is: How about this? Uh, do you like this one? It might, it might be too old school. Jamie Lee Curtis Town. No! How about, such a place. How about this one? Right, ready? You ready for this one? John Walters Town. No, that's all, that's all shit, Hector. You ready? Yall Brenner. <laughs> that's good. Yall Brenner. My final question. Yall Brenner, that's and, good. And, and okay. let's, let's leave it on this. What in the name of God happened to you in Wales? In Wales. Okay. Can I just say now? Okay, I've had three quarters of a pint. Let me see if I'm fit for driving. Did um, you actually buy this in a reputable shop, or we bought it in the pound, yeah, the pound yeah. shop? There. Okay, so it's ready. Ready. It looks <coughs> like those little key rings you used to have years ago. That not, used to make noise. 
No, nobody knows how much you can have before you drive. You can't have anything. Anything. Really. But three quarters of a pint. Yeah, but it depends when you drive. You'll have a sandwich now. I'll tune a sandwich. <sighs> that doesn't make any difference. You need an I, hour for every No, I'm slurring his words. I'm going to have this one and then maybe one more and then <laughs> all I have to do is get the kids from school. <laughs> Skip it about. <gasps> one. Two. <laughs> three. <laughs> okay. I'm good to go. I'm still good for, good for driving. What's it say? 0.01. No, I'm just, it just says good. Yeah, I'm good to drive. It says good. Yeah. Well, it comes up with the words good. Ready, it goes ready. Ready, to, it goes ready to drive. Ready and what happened when a different light comes on? What colour is it? The one above it is when if you're zero, it's 0.02%. And the light above that then is 0.05%. And which one can you not drive on? I imagine you probably can't drive. You definitely can't drive on 0.5. Right. But you probably can't. Can you drive on 0.02? I don't know. I'll try it again. We're not endorsing any of this crack. Breathing into it, it's killing me. According to this, I am. I could drive an ambulance. He could <laughs> drive a bus with full of people. All right, thanks for listening. Good luck. details are big surfaces tight corners are odd shapes flat rounded textured or tall whatever your next project there's a spray paint pattern that's just right because rust-oleum's new custom spray five in one gives you control with five different spray patterns so you can tackle nooks crannies edges and curves without worrying about drips runs uneven coverage or anything else custom spray five in one only from rust-oleum Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.